Welcome to Beside the Burn for Wednesday the 24th of November. It's day three of our series of Advent readings and the title for today's reading is Escaping Advent. Wonder what you do whenever you see a warning light. Maybe it's on your car dashboard. Maybe it's a warning light at home on an oven or an appliance. What, what do you do whenever you see that warning light? Well, there are a few options. I, I suppose you can you can sort it out. You can deal with it. If you don't understand it, you can get somebody in to deal with it. Some people, though, just ignore warning lights. They run away from them. They hide from them. They maybe even try to cover them up with a, a little bit of tape so that they don't see it anymore. And in that way, sometimes the problem gets worse because we haven't dealt with it and we're just running away from it. And this is what we find in the story of Ruth with Elimelech and Naomi running away to Moab instead of staying and dealing with the famine. And we already touched on this yesterday and we're looking at verses 1 and 2 today. In the days when the judges ruled, there was a famine in the land. And a man from Bethlehem and Judah, together with his wife and two sons, went to live for a while in the country of Moab. The man's name was Elimelech, his wife's name Naomi, and the names of his two sons were Malon and Kilion. They were Ephrathites from Bethlehem, Judah, and they went to Moab and lived there. If we understand what's happening here, this famine is like a warning light coming on on the dashboard of your car. It's there in Bethlehem and it's saying there is a problem and this problem needs to be dealt with. Elimelech, Naomi, Malon and Kilion decide that they are going to ignore the warning light and they are going to run to Moab. So they are in Bethlehem, and Bethlehem means house of bread, and there's no bread in the house of bread, and they decide to head off to Moab, and they're going to live there for a while in that country. So what God has done is he has sent a famine on the land, and it's flashing as a warning light to all of Israel. There's something wrong. Here you are in the promised land. Here you are in the house of bread. But look, there's nothing to eat. And the warning light flashes and flashes. Is anybody going to do anything about it? How do you sort out the warning light? Well, you turn to God and you repent of your sin. And whenever you turn to God and repent of your sin, then he is pleased and the famine goes away and food is sent as a blessing upon the people and the warning light stops flashing. But if you run away and you ignore it and you don't repent, then the warning light gets worse and worse until eventually the car stops or until, in this case, the, the nation is on its knees because there is nothing to eat. And so here we see that God is trying to get the attention of his people. And I just wonder if that is what is happening today, especially with COVID, where God 
has allowed this disease to spread not only in our nation but right across the whole world. And we saw it as a warning at the very start that we needed to turn to God and that we needed to repent of our sin and we needed to find him again. And then the vaccine came along and all of a sudden people thought that that was the answer and that the answer was to be vaccinated and then everything would be great and we have conquered the disease and everything will be back to normal. But now we see that even with the vaccine, there's wave after wave after wave and we still do everything that we can do But we need to get to the point where we respond to the warning light and we repent of our sin and we come to God and we ask him for help. Yes, we wear masks. Yes, we use hand sanitizer. Yes, we take the vaccines and the boosters and we do all that we can. But at the end of the day, this thing is only going to be conquered through Christ and through trusting in Jesus Christ. And Advent is the time for us to turn away from the darkness and to come into the light of Christ, to respond to the warning light and ask God to help and to do everything that we can. The people that would have heard this story and the people that would have been in Bethlehem watching Elimelech and Naomi would have been saying to themselves, where are you going? You're going to Moab. Are are you wise enough going to Moab? That's a a crazy place to go to. That's the, the worst place that you could possibly go. In the past, God's people have gone to Egypt or have gone to other places, but Moab is the one place that you do not go to. It is the darkest of darkest places. There's no light in Moab. And yet that is where they choose to go to. And that is what happens. There's a wonderful little observation right at the top of page 10 of of the book. And I I think the book is almost worth this, uh, just for, for this little paragraph at the top. I'll read it to you. Maybe our culture's desire to bring Christmas in early is symptomatic of trying to escape the reality of our brokenness. Yet no one can escape reality for long. In a world that aches with sin, pretending everything is endless cheer is both deceptive and exhausting. What an observation that is. That you know the way that we complain every year that Christmas is starting earlier and earlier. At the end of August, there are selection boxes in in our local Tesco. And we think it's, it's awful that decorations are up before Remembrance Day has gone. And people seem to be pushing um, Christmas earlier and earlier and putting up their decorations and their trees. But that observation that perhaps people are doing that subconsciously in a way because they realise that they're broken. They realise that they need light from somewhere, that they, they need help. 
and therefore they want to get Christmas as quickly as possible. They maybe haven't taken that next step of realising that it's a saviour that they need and realising that they need to come humbly before Jesus Christ and accept him, but they have a yearning for something. And every year that yearning gets bigger and bigger if they're not prepared to take it. We're good at deceiving ourselves. We're good at distracting ourselves. And the song that we're going to have today is a beautiful song by Andrew Peterson. And we've looked at a few of his songs over the last couple of years in lockdown. And this is a song that is called Deliver Us. And he is taking the story of Israel and bringing it up to date to our lives today and then asking God to deliver us from evil and deliver us uh, from uh, the, the darkness of this world. And in the song, he's saying that we may not be held captive like the children of Israel were held captive in Egypt. And we may not be chained in the way that they were chained. And we may not be imprisoned today, but still we need God to deliver us. We still need a saviour just as they needed a saviour in those days. And that is the message of Advent, that a saviour is coming into the world and we are slaves to that sin. We are chained by that sin. We are imprisoned by that sin and we need to be set free. We need our chains to be loosed. We need to no longer be slaves to sin, but set free to serve God. And our sins are so many that we cannot possibly offer enough sacrifices ourselves to deal with those sins. And therefore, we need God to deliver us in sending a saviour. And that is our prayer this Advent that God would deliver us. So listen to the song, listen to it a few times and realise how captive we are and how God can deliver us. In our prayer today, we're asked um, to, to pray that things aren't as they should be globally, nationally, but also personally. So therefore, take some time to confess our own sin. Uh, do we seek to escape from this reality? Give thanks that God's word is honest about the brokenness of our aching word world and how could this inspire conversations that we have today. So let's bow together in prayer. Lord God, we come to you today and we come confessing our sin to you. We come confessing our brokenness. We come confessing how we have rejected you. And we come seeking you because we recognise that you are the one who is able to help us. Lord, we don't like admitting that we've done wrong and we don't like admitting that there is anything wrong in our lives. But Lord, we know that we need a saviour. And we thank you, Lord, that you are honest with us about our brokenness and you provide the solution in Jesus Christ. And therefore we pray, Lord, that you would deliver us. Set us free from our slavery and sin. Take us out of this imprisonment to sin, Lord, and deliver us through Jesus Christ. 
Lord, while people are despairing all around us, while people are sinning in all sorts of ways, deliver us, we pray, that we might find our hope in Bethlehem through Jesus, that we would escape this darkness and come into the light, that we would escape this despair and come into hope, that we would escape slavery and find freedom in you. Amen.